Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations, or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or callings may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Hello, world. This is TJ Morris, and you're listening to American Communications Online with TJ Morris ET Radio. Hello, all you ground troops spinning around smartly in my ACO club. We're going to do alien contact organizers today with Dr. Bruce Cornett. He has a Ph.D. in biology, geology, and botany, and has joined my American Communications online, and he will be uh, joining us today. Uh, He is going to assist us in our groups uh, that are free in social media on Facebook and uh, he's never been a producer before, so I'm going to ask to uh, uh, you bear with us while he learns to co-produce with me and how we uh, do our networking and our uh, social networking uh, with various people, including uh, Janet Carolesson, who says, Margaret Rogers Van Koop's husband, Steve Van Koop's, passed away last night. Arizona time, 11 p.m., so please send thoughts and prayers. He visited her and knocked a bunch of uh, clothes off the rack for Sasha. I guess Janet has dead people visitors, so she's quite the uh, near-death experiencer and psychic-level person that sees dead people. And uh, I don't know if Janet's joining us today or not because uh, I'm training my new co-producer, Dr. Bruce Cornett, and he's been with me several years, but he has a very long uh, background in visiting UFO events and working with Dr. Bruce Maccabee, and I have uh, photo proof to prove that, but I will let him introduce himself uh, because uh, this uh, wasn't booked today by Janet Carolesson, so I have to call him. Uh, to save him money, like I do uh, one of my other uh, directors and co-producers, uh, Jan Aldrich. So let's see, 915. And then uh, we're going to see if we can call his friends that are around the world that want to uh, participate in today's panel discussion that we've set up for Dr. Bruce Cornett in El Paso, Texas. So our ace folk life metaphysicians and uh, – we have human behavioral biology, chaos and reductionism uh, for the next assessment. Okay, let's see. Dial. Why am I dialing Janet Carolesson? That's interesting. Okay, hold on, folks. Uh, that's Janet Carolesson calling in. Okay, very interesting. Uh, we're going to learn how to do this. Dial. 
Is that the proper number, and why is it not dialing? Okay, folks, uh, we have been doing this for many years. Don't get me wrong. I started TJMRC2 Radio, however, as a company, oh, 228. Oh, okay. Do I have the right number? Oh, I wrote it down wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it, Bruce, if you can hear me on Skype. Let's see if this gets him. <laughs> it helps to have a right digit in numerology. Uh <laughs> Let's see. Hello. Oh, good. Hi, is this Dr. Bruce Cornett, PhD with biology, geology, and botany? Yes. <laughs> Hi, American Communications Online here in the United States of America. And you are really in human form, I'm finding out, and you are in El Paso, Texas. Is that correct? Right, right. I mean, you sound <laughs> as if I'm making this stuff up, right? <laughs> Well, I had trouble. I mean, I heard, I know there's all number. this fake news out there, but this, you know, I'm not fake. I can pinch myself, okay? Uh, okay, okay. Well, we'll just have to take your word on that because this is audio uh, only. We can't see you. This is radio, but this is terrestrial radio and telestial radio. We're we're assuming. But uh, thank you, Dr. Bruce. Now, if you don't mind, uh, before we get started with to see how you and I work together on the planet in 3D, uh, three dimensional is probably the hardest thing I do. And making it come into fruition as a uh, motivator and a manifester <laughs> is a lot of fun. So we're going to play together today, folks, uh, with uh, Ace Folk Life Metaphysicians. And uh, I, Dr. Bruce, would you consider yourself with uh, the academia world uh, embarrassed that you're associating with my Ace Folk Life Metaphysicians or not? Oh, I've, I've made that transition a long time ago. Oh, now, good. Uh, you don't have to worry about that. Okay. I mean, I, I realized that there was more to uh, reality than what they teach in the halls of academe. That's for sure. Okay. Well, would you do you have a, a scripted bio, bio there? Because I've only worked with Janet Carolesson as a co-producer in the past, and she did all this for me. So part of your new training will be to – Read your biology. Your your uh, you can have a short and a long bio for each person you prefer to be in our club. But in the meantime, uh, since you're helping ACO Club and Alien Contact organizers, I guess because uh, Janet Carelesson isn't here and didn't book this, we're going to use GoBookMe.com, folks. If you want to book me, Teresa J. Morris, and then we're going to use the free Google Calendar for Dr. Bruce Cornett. It's a Google Calendar, and if you get in Gmail. Now, Dr. Bruce, do you have a Gmail account, a Google account? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Perfect. Well, that works with our ACO club. So uh, you can hook up your free calendar to put on, and I'll help you if you're not familiar with it. It's real easy, folks, and we can color code it, and we can hook Dr. Bruce Cornett's calendar to mine. So we will know when he books somebody in our ACO club as alien contact organizers, but you've got some people that me, I think it was just me and you talking, but somehow I was busy a month or two ago and I had to get my co-producer in Hawaii are with revolution radio. I don't even remember now where we produced it. Cause I distribute so many on Stitcher and Spreaker and uh, God, Spotify and uh, FM radio around the world, blah, blah, blah. But today's show is based basically 
on our UK listeners because we are the 10 to 12 p.m. show for them in the UK. So we're the late show. We're the over the George Nury show. <laughs> so uh-huh. Well, so, have you uh, uh, called Robert and Jenny yet? Because they no, we've got to get, get them you on? introduced. We've got to introduce you first and explain what we're doing. So why don't you give your short bio, please? Read well, it you I have. Uh, Three degrees in biology, uh, geology, uh, paleobotany, and pelonology uh, from um, the University of Connecticut and from Penn State University. I uh, got my uh, final degree in 1977, so I'm, I'm really, you know, one of these old uh, school guys, so to speak. And... Um, Okay, well that's so I've been in the oil. I've been I've worked in the oil industry for at least eleven years. Even had my own oil company and drilled for wells and uh, did a lot of that stuff in the uh, from 1977 to uh, uh, literally to the year 2000 in that general range. So I've been very busy. Well, you're taking uh, Bob Brown's place, a friend of ours, only in cyberspace. I've never met him in human form. Uh, so tell me about Dr. Bob, not Dr. Bob Brown, Bob Brown Producer USA. There's a Bob Down. I work with several Bob Browns in LinkedIn, folks, and free social media in LinkedIn.com. So would you mind telling me about Because I can't pull up the one that you're going to work with. Uh, I know that he was – the one I'm talking about, I believe, worked with Wendell Stevens and his wife, Terry. Yes, that's, that's Brown. Bob Brown and Gordon. Yes, his partner, Gordon. Can and, you tell uh, me anything about them or how you got involved with them? Because uh, he couldn't make the show. He's really, really busy. Plus his daughters, Heather, I think. I don't know if her name's Heather yes, Brown. But Heather, she, right. All right. Will you tell me how, how you're involved with them and how long you've known them and any intel uh, for our All listening right, audience? Fine. Okay. Um, I was invited to give as guest speaker for uh, two conferences in Albuquerque in August of this year. Uh, one was uh, the uh, Coffee 11 conference, now it was Conference of Future Energy, and the other was Extraordinary uh, Technology Conference. And um, I gave two talks there, and uh, Bob Brown and Gordon were present, and they heard me speak, and uh, we, under the um, recommendation of Tom Vallone, who, who organized the uh, Coffee 11 conference, uh, Bob invited me to talk on uh, at his uh, program next February uh, in Lachlan, Nevada, uh, called the uh, Mega UFO Conference. And um, so I'm scheduled to be at that uh, week-long uh, conference uh, starting on the 15th of, um, of February and ending on the 22nd. And I have two talks that I'll be giving on very different subjects. Congratulations. I understand he is a old timer. Like you said, you're the old guys in our UFO association or alien contact organizers for events. And I run an ACO event manager group, folks, that uh, are for professionals such as uh, Dr. Bruce Conrad as his uh, colleague, Bob Brown. And I didn't catch the other names uh, very well, so I can't pronounce them. So, Dr. Bruce, tell me about uh, this Laughlin Megacon, or our Laughlin UFO Megacon. Uh, he sent me a banner of a, a 
not a banner. He sent me a what is that called? A poster? Is it a poster? Oh, yeah, just that, an advertisement. Right. Oh, an advertisement. Well, tell me what basically. you need me to do on. Tell me how I can help you and Bob Brown with that poster and where where you well, want me to place he, it. He, there are links to his website uh, for the Mega UFO Conference, and also links if you Google. Uh, the various people, uh, you go to the um, uh, presenters on his uh, website, you can see images and, and uh, short bios of uh, the various speakers. And um, if you look for my name, you're going to get an actual uh, video presentation by me with uh, Chris Matthews, uh, who is running his video uh, advertisements. And uh, I talk about the subject matter of my two talks. And uh, so you really just need to do uh, you know, UFO mega conference and uh, Lachlan, Nevada, and you'll pull that information up. Um, and it's readily available. Wonderful. Now, how are you going to help me with American communications online? Because what does all this Laughlin UFO Megacon stuff fall under? Is it alien contact or is it UFO Association and my, our mine and your club, ACO club? Are you I, going to divide it, it, them? It's, it's a large, it's a large umbrella. It covers everything uh, from really? uh, sighting to uh, technology. I mean, we have Tom Malone speaking there uh, also. And he's going to be talking about technology. And uh, we have Barbara Lamb, for example. She's a hypnotherapist who delves into uh, recovering um, abduction memories from, from uh, uh, people who, who think they've been abducted. And uh, then we're going to have people like me who uh, go out into the field and, and do geology and, uh, and study ancient uh, um, monuments and ruins. Um, uh, there are quite a few people. In fact, uh, Forrester is going to be there. Uh, oh my goodness. Um, I just have to uh, grab the, uh, information on, uh, on all of the different people. Uh, okay. If you could do that. Uh, I offered my services to Bob Brown, but he was very busy and had Heather get in contact with me. But, uh, he, uh, he sent an email to me saying that, uh, I would have to book everybody myself. Well, Lord knows I don't have time for that. So that's Janet Carol Lesson's claim to fame to be the next Barbara Wawa. But if you want to help her out and bring them on your show uh, on Saturdays, that's up to you. So would you mind getting the list? And that's up to you who you want to bring on Saturdays for the midnight show, all right. the late show in UK. We're, we're all when? over the world. What, what, yeah, what, what date, though? You know, there are a lot of Saturdays in the year. You're Every the only Saturday? one that books. You're the only one that books Saturday. Okay, very good. I'm not letting Janet um, right now. Okay. I'd like I, to start I, I, with I, Brad Olson, if you don't mind, unless Janet did book him. I did ask. I asked Janet to book Brad Olson because I already knew him, and he's worked with me before, and I promoted him in years past. And there was mm. another speaker. I don't know, so you'd have to call them out. But do you see any of them you know personally that you can just say, okay, I, I want to book you on the 4 to 6 or the 8 to 10 on Saturday? You know anybody besides Brad? Oh, I know a lot of people uh, that are on Facebook that I could ask uh, to uh, be on uh, our show. Um, okay. One person in particular, I heard her interviewed on Revolution Radio on um, 
on Robert Morningstar's uh, program about uh, four days ago. And uh, it was on this woman that uh, lives in Milwaukee, and she is um, has had an enormous amount of uh, contact with um, with the shadow government and all of the things that go on with them with relative to abductions and ETs. So uh, right. she, she would definitely be somebody I would like to have on board. And uh, also uh, there are uh, other people that I know that I've talked to and I've actually been on shows with that I can contact too. So there, there's a, a whole range of, of subjects. Okay, well, you sound like you're off and running then uh, for 2020. Folks, uh, we welcome Dr. Bruce Cornett. It's known me uh, the last few years. Yeah, we have uh, recordings on him. You can find them on TJ Marsh ET Radio, Revolution.radio. Our, uh, he's, he's on Spreaker for sure. You can go to Spreaker.com, put in probably my name, Teresa J. Morris, or TJ Marsh Radio to find Dr. Bruce Cornett in the past. Uh, I'll just have to go find, <laughs> I have to do research like everybody else to find my archives because they're so vast because we've been doing this since June, 2012. Now also Janet broke off from me in our ACO club to run her Aquarian radio, but she's actually been booking people that she chooses and built up her Aquarian radio archives. And now each person, because of YouTube, everybody's following their own YouTube for audio and video, or you can put a picture up like we're going to do today for ACO club. And we have the ACO press club, but I'm a a senior member of the society for professional journalists, spj.org. So I prefer to go from a more of a professional journalist, but not everybody does that or has the credentials or chooses to do that. But I also have UFO Association, and I had that with uh, Stanton T. Friedman, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, or is it just George Feiler? I don't. Uh, George Feiler was an Air Force. George person. Feiler, right? Okay, and then uh, Dirk Vanderplug, and back in the 2007 era and uh but since then uh i don't want to pay the thousands of dollars once i built it up and let it go i learned about websites and how much they could cost if you don't book your uh name every year and now they want me to pay thousands of dollars for something i created in cyberspace so we're going to use ufoassociation.org now we also have ufo association organization for a radio platform for uh, productions that Bruce and I will do are Jan Aldrich. And I'm, I'm uh, very curious as uh, Dr. Bruce Cornett, hopefully to step into a director position. Dr. Bruce McAbee has uh, been for years and uh, let's say since 2014, I believe, but uh, we start this year for 2020 for till 20. I, can't, I don't even know how to say it yet, Bruce, 2023. Is that, is that right? Or no, is it two? two yeah, it would be right? 2023 if it goes that far. I okay. just sent you a, a, a link to the UFO Mega Conference. You can put it on your uh, webpage right now if you go check your uh, email. All right. Thank you. Yeah, if you have to tell me in cyberspace, folks, I'm like everybody else in 3D form. I have to learn as I go. So what Dr. Bruce did was he just contacted me while he's on the radio by the email, which hopefully you guys were promoting Google is uh, what we do and who we do it with. It's free if you'd like to have a Google account. 
Uh, my company is American Communications Online. This is Dr. Bruce Cornett. And he is promoting 2020 Laughlin UFO Mega Conference on YouTube. Now, if, if you will form you a free Gmail, you can play with us, and we will teach you how to book me. You can bookme.com is the name, and my name is Teresa J. Morris. And Dr. Uh, Bruce Cornett has the ACO Club, and he's booking Saturday. Whoa, it came on. Chris Matthews. <laughs> okay, let's see. Control-C. So, okay, so I guess uh, this gentleman you said I've never heard of before, Chris Matthews. I'm going to see if I can. Yeah, he works grab. for uh, Bob Brown. Oh, full time? And Heather. Yeah, yep, full time. Oh, Heather does. Uh, is Heather a uh, producer? Uh, she's actually a real estate uh, um, a realtor, and uh, she works, does this uh, on the side. Oh, how sweet. Okay, so that must be why she was helping her father, and she probably didn't know me, and I'd never responded to her because I don't think, or if I did, it was a short email, because I didn't know her, and I didn't know if she had her father's permission because she wasn't in my uh, Rolodex, so to speak. So, folks, if you're not on the radar, don't expect to hear from me. Dr. Bruce can tell you that. You're going to have a very hard time getting in contact with me. He's in a very selected by member and by invitation only Rolodex. <laughs> and he'll tell you it's not easy. So he's worked with me and Janet for years. And even when he's booked with me and Janet uh, for himself, it, he knows it can be very complicated and very time consuming. So, Dr. Bruce, would you like me to try to get on some of your guests for your own show today? Yes, I would very much. All right, um, I'm going to try. You want to tell tell us about them before we bring them on? Do you have their uh, bio by chance? Well, they. I'll give a little bit of a background. Uh, I met them through the uh, Frank, uh, Mount Franklin uh, UAP group here in El Paso, Texas, um, and uh, they have a have some property out at Waco Tanks which is about 35 miles east of El Paso, out in the middle of the, the Waco Valley and, and desert out there. And I used to uh, live out there, have a family out there uh, more, more than a decade ago. And um, so that was a link that uh, made me, um, you know, very want to go back out and visit him. And I did, and uh, we became friends. And uh, he is a, Robert is a trucker. At this particular time in his life, he's planning on, on uh, going into other things. He'll tell you about that. Um, and uh, he has a, a wife by the name of Jenny who is uh, has a, uh, their one-year-old uh, baby named Aurora, and they'll tell you about her. And she is uh, seven months pregnant and, and going to have another girl. And uh, so they are building a family right now. But it wasn't um, until about, oh, what, four years ago, um, he'll, he'll fill you in, uh, that something uh, major happened in their lives, and it changed their whole uh, perspective on extraterrestrials. Up, up until that point, they weren't interested in UFOs or alien abductions. They'd heard about them, but uh, it, it was only then when they uh, started having kids that they realized that uh, and were told by the ETs that their children are special children. 
they're what we generally could call uh, star children. Uh, they um, have, have had their DNA tweaked, improved, so to speak, and Robert will in, inform you about what he's been told on this and what is happening to the human race and what the ETs are doing um, to us in order to uh, bring us up to uh, their level of, of uh, evolution, so to speak. So uh, this is a, a, they were on the cusp of new knowledge uh, about uh, where we are headed, and it's totally independent of the government, and you don't have to worry about what the government knows because you listen to all of the people who have been made contact with the uh, non-humans, and they will tell you what is going on. So that's what I'm hoping to have uh, Robert and Jenny um, bring you up to speed on. Okay, and I've put your uh, well-made UFO Megacon conference by Bruce Matthews uh, YouTube, and no, Chris uh, I Matthews. guess oh, Chris, Chris Matthews. Matthews. All right, Chris Matthews. So there you go, Chris. I hope you enjoy working with Dr. Bruce Cornett as a friend of mine for years. And uh, he's known Dr. Bruce Maccabee of our ACO club, but I've taken everything down over the years. Uh, basically the cost and expense of archiving, uh, it, but I do my own ar archive promotions now, as I said, on Spreaker, Spotify, Stitcher, many other places with TJ Mars ET Radio. Now, uh, apparently Bob Brown uh, is a very, very busy person do you know any more about him before i bring on your other guest well yeah well he uh originally uh uh was partners with uh, wendell stevens uh for this mega conference until wendell passed away and um uh, they are, had other people who have moved on to uh work with the shows such as ancient aliens and uh giorgio uh is, oh, is on Sokolos, yes, was one I of his partners. Him. I yeah, love him. And, I love him. Uh, I love his hair. Right. And, and they, they wanted something more dynamic uh, rather than just, you know, a couple times a year uh, showing up at conferences. And, they, and he got uh, offered the, the position that he has on the Ancient Aliens right now. So they are very busy at that point. <laughs> So Bruce, Dr. Brown, I mean, uh, not Dr. Brown, Bob Brown Productions is uh, a partner of Giorgio Sukalos? No, no, no. Giorgio w worked with Bob Brown uh, many years ago. I don't know how many years ago. But oh, when my. Ancient Aliens uh, started to take off, uh, he uh, went. Uh, he left the uh, conference, the mega UFO conference, and went to uh, um, work with the producers for those shows. Really? I had no idea. So I love Giorgio because he used to wear his hair, he, not so much now, uh, but he used to wear it like a Napoleon hat. Do you remember those days when it looked like Napoleon? <laughs> you know you know who I'm talking about, right, Giorgio? I don't think, I don't think I've seen him without a Napoleon hat. Okay. Uh, no, I meant his hair was combed that way. All right, folks, we've got Revolution Radio Club uh, now. Uh, somehow, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I guess I'll uh, – uh, apparently the computer is telling me I have to uh, use uh, algorithms and C++. 
Fine, I'll learn that. Revolution Radio Club, thank you very much. They want to join us. That must be Janet Carol Lesson, our mad painter. So let me uh, see how to do that, Bruce. Uh, I didn't know we were going to be so popular. Folks, give Bruce a break. This is his first <laughs> real co-production. I imagine we can do it without you, but I will see uh, if uh, we have uh, – let me ask uh, my Revolution Radio producer, a mad painter. A mad painter, uh, did you want to hook in Skype so we can produce the Revolution Radio Club for you and uh, Janet Lesson? And what was that guy's name? Robert Harbor. Robert mm-hmm. Harbor and uh, Jenny. Or do you want uh, Dr. Bruce to uh, co-produce on, uh, let's see what channel, uh, on on blog talk only today, Uh, now, four to six, four to six uh, Eastern, there we go. All right, I'm asking him because they just connected to me, but uh, now I've got to do Janet. Hold I'm sorry, Bruce, but uh, let's see, Skype, uh, Skype our call-in blog talk to connect your syndication uh, on Aquarian uh, to produce or co-produce with uh, Dr. Bruce and TJ. Okay, I sent her. So now we got them taken care of. Now let's try your new people who have actually been on one of my, sh- one of the shows I produce. Uh, oh wait, let's see if I can. Oh no. Uh, let's see. I'm not sure how this is going to work. Are you trying to call me? No, stand by. I'm, I'm having I'm, my phone is ringing right now. I know it, it's it's on the television show. I mean, I'm on the radio show. Uh, we're calling into Revolution Radio Club. Okay. Okay, that's not working. Okay, then I don't know how to do it. Uh, that's through Skype, uh, and my Skype producer is uh, Thomas R. Becker. Let's see. Okay, not a not a problem. Let's see. Okay, I've got to at least give them a chance. Let's see. All right, that didn't work. Okay, uh, folks, it's just because I do so many sh- television. I mean, uh, well, YouTube uh, produce- producing. I have other customers or clients. Uh, two, four, 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 one, two, two. Let me try G in it. I didn't know they were going to want to uh, produce today, but if they want, they they can get the syndication. Uh, afterwards. Okay, let me just delete her number for right now. Janet, you can just pick, I'll send you the uh, copy of this uh, for your Aquarian Radio. Okay, I'll just do that later. Okay, let me try now let me try Robert. Maybe he can Skype in let's see, somebody else. Uh, folks, uh, I'm using a, several channels already and I'm using Direct Connect and Janet doesn't like to work with that one, but uh Place and get okay. Let's see. Dial. Let's see if I can get Robert on here. Let's see if he'll answer. The reason we call people to hope is to save money on their uh, communication plans, right, Doctor Bruce? 
it dropped. Well, I, I don't hear Bruce, but this is it, Robert. Uh, you, we've okay, been listening hold. in, so we were, we were ready. <laughs> okay, but that's you, right, Bruce? No, this is Robert. Uh oh. Hi, Robert. Well, it hi. How are you? <laughs> hi. Uh, great. So you have been listening in? Yes, ma'am. Okay, great, Robert. Uh, well, we dropped Bruce now, so but I've got to get him. Uh, now you're playing. You couldn't get in either, right? But your wife uh, no. is here. Is Robin yeah, she's with here. Uh, yeah, she's um, she's here. Hang on, just a second. Let me. Okay, well, you know how to do Skype and to bring her in. Then, do you have a Skype number you can give me? I can use or no. Uh, can you ask Bruce to call you on Skype, and you can bring him in as well? Okay, stand by, folks. We're, we're uh, syndicating, and we're also using various channels around the world and various people around the world. <laughs> so uh, these are people we're training, including myself, even though I've got eight years' experience. What happens is uh, they're updating everything, and I've gone from 4G to 5G, and things have gotten actually simpler to connect and reconnect with new equipment and old equipment. But some people have, uh, believe it or not, Windows 7, and uh, it doesn't work that great with Windows 10, or so some producers are saying. So we have various producers that use uh, podcasting, live radio shows. And we also play archives and recorded live shows that, well, they're live. And like right now, we're recording this in syndication. Uh, are you still here, Robert? Robert is learning to – well, he's still here, but I guess he he's wants to uh, introduce Jenny uh, Vasquez-Harbor, uh, his uh, other half. And they're in different parts of the world, but – I'm not sure where, so uh, stand by in Radio Land. Uh, we are American Communications Online, and the reason we call it American is the well, they dropped now. Interesting. Okay, let's try this again. Okay, uh, hold on. Nine one five dial. He dropped when he connected to me, so I'm not sure. Let me try this one more time. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, we, now do you have it? We got. Yeah, you dropped off. Are you there? Yes, yes, I'm here now. Okay, now Bruce Cornett. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, can you call me again? Let's see. Can you get Bruce on your Skype call? Uh, I tried. That's when it messed up. I thought I could just add him in because he was uh, trying to get back in. And uh, so I said, well, I just add him in. That's when it messed everything up. So I I don't know if you want me to okay. try that again. Let's see. Well, I've got a Skype profile. I've got a Skype to phone Skype number. Let me get my Skype number. Let's see. Uh, get a temp. No, I don't want a temporary number. I've already got a phone number uh, by country. Folks, this is a learning process. All right. This isn't. Let's see. We're going to do a Skype show later. Uh, Robert, I think, but uh, okay. let me, let me uh, I don't know, if, if I get you on, maybe Robert, try, uh, let's see, i tell you what, uh, I'm either called to call you or Bruce, but apparently, 
Let's see. Now, I've got you. Well, Robert, talk about you for a minute, and I will uh, tell us a little about you, and then I will try to call him back again. But get, tell me a little about you. Okay. All right. Well, um, as Bruce has said, I'm I'm a, a truck driver, and uh, you know I've been driving 28 years now, and you know I, I think I said this before is. Uh, you know, you see weird stuff out there. It does happen, but you just kind of chalk it up to, okay, you know, people always talk about seeing ghosts and UFOs and stuff. You know, other truck drivers always talk. So I never really thought much about it uh, until in um, uh, 2012 was when the first episode happened. And I was asleep in my bed and all of a sudden I got the sensation that I was floating above the bed and I felt a drop. And when I hit the bed, I woke up and I thought, and I remember hearing voices and I thought to myself, okay, that was just a weird dream. Uh, I went outside, I checked to make sure no one was around my property. No one was out there. I said, okay, I must've been dreaming. And 2014, uh, I had another experience and these first three experiences happened at the end of November to beginning of December on all three of them. And the second one, uh, I felt that floating sensation above the bed once again. And, um, and then I felt that drop, uh, that one, when I woke up the next morning, I felt this soreness in my chest and, so, once again, didn't think much about it, except, you know, that's a weird dream. I've had this sensation once before. Um, and then uh, I was taken one more time. Uh, I'm trying to remember right now when that uh, was exactly. Uh, let me go through my stuff Just here. Just to let you know, uh, yeah, I that was. Um, mm-hmm. Bob, Dr. Bruce, Dr. Bruce, have you joined us? Yes, I'm joined with you again. Okay, were you able to call in direct because the show is now on air? Was that it with your phone? Yeah, I called uh, your number and uh, got onto the show directly. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, do you, is this costing you now or no? Because it's online, You're, you, it won't cost you. Well, I don't know if it's costing me because um, generally uh, I don't know about these things. I get certain uh, – the only time I know it's costing me is when the phone company tells me it's going to cost me, you know, extra. Oh, okay. So This didn't cost you then once once you were hooked on live on air or on Skype? I, no, no. I don't was, know. I was, I, this is I – pay, I pay for this call anyway, so. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I know you can get a, a Skype number for like twelve dollars for three months or something. But sometimes, if you get on Skype and call in, people do that all the time. If you'd like to try that, I'll definitely hook you up. But usually, it'll just show ones on my board. But you can call that three four seven nine four. Okay, that's this great. Works. All right. Well, then uh, carry on, Robert, until you want to bring on. Uh, uh, your wife, but uh, is that okay, Dr. Bruce? Because I'm going to mute and yes. then let you take over to ask questions. 
Okay. All right. Very good. All right. All right. I'm going to show. I'm skyping. I'm here and uh, producing the show and listening, uh, but I've got to watch several boards. So I'm going to mute. And Dr. Uh, Bruce, you'll you'll be in charge of asking questions. Okay. I'll be here listening if you need me. Okay. Just tell me. Okay. Hey, Bruce. <laughs> How Continue are you today? Continue with your discussion because you're getting to the interesting part. And I've, uh, yes. Um, uh, well, she hasn't um, called in yet. Um, I guess she can. I can add her in so she can hear. Let me uh, let me add her in. But uh, the 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 third time I got taken uh, was when on December 5th, 2016. And I know that specifically because I was home and I had just went and done my physical the day before. And there was nothing that I know of in my ear before that. And on the 5th, they, they came that night. Uh, oh, well, on the 4th, they came that night. Uh, it was actually on the, the morning of the 5th, but it was 2 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I got taken that time. And this was the first time I realized that something real was actually happening. Because normally when they would bring me back and drop me off, they would just drop me on the bed from about 2 feet up. And I would later learn through regressions with uh, Dr. Joe Lewis and Barbara Lamb, uh, both of them I've done regressions with, that, that, that they were dropping me for a reason, to try to wake me up to see what was happening. But in this particular incident, is on December 5th of 2016, was where they dropped me and I landed on one of our dogs. Now, we have two little chihuahuas and a German Shepherd. And I landed on the little white chihuahua and she let out a yelp. I'm telling you, it, it, it woke everybody up in the house when I landed on her. And so I sat there the whole night trying to just come to terms with what was really going on. I mean, I, I the only memory at that point before I had started doing regression was the floating above the bed being dropped and hearing voices, and then I would have soreness in different parts of my body. And, you know, the first one was in my chest right there at the bottom of the sternum where the it's a little bone is called the xiphoid process is, and they grafted something right to the xiphoid process. And then I have one in each ear. Um, you call these implants? Well, I mean, that's the general term for them is implants because, I mean, they're implanted in your body. Um, most people um, that have them, uh, that's what they would call them would be implants. I don't know if there's any other term for them, but, yeah, as far as I know, every, everyone calls them implants. So, And they are implanted into the body, usually subcutaneous or, or you know, through the ear like mine were, uh, my other two were. But I also have two behind the eyes uh, that I want uh, to do a regression with Joe Lewis. Um, hopefully this holiday season, if, if we got time to get together, um, I'm going to try to get together with him and do a regression and, and see if we can get more information about the implants behind the eyes. 
but uh yeah we've 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 gone from uh both of us jenny and i we we didn't believe in this we didn't understand any of it we didn't know that this stuff was really real to becoming <laughs> well full-on believers now so That's very interesting. And has anything similar happened to Jenny? Well, she, um, before we ever got together, she remembered being um, taken and dropped on the couch, but she was the same way. And it's probably better to let her tell that story because she knows better than me uh, what happened, but she would get dropped onto the bed or the couch, wherever she was laying at the time. Uh, but yes, you know, when it came to her getting pregnant, that is uh, a whole story in itself. Uh, number one, she was not able to get pregnant before this. And then all of a sudden, we started getting visitations from the uh, tall grays, and they were telling us that she was going to get pregnant and that we were going to have a baby and the baby was going to be special. Uh, and then later on, they, and this happened over a period of about a week and a half before she conceived. Uh, then they started telling us that our baby was going to be a hybrid. Well, I didn't know what a hybrid was. I had no information or clue or anything about a hybrid. And, uh, that's that's what uh, uh, led me to Barbara Lamb. And uh, Joe Lewis and Barbara Lamb knew each other, so Joe Lewis uh, said that, you know, when, when uh, we found out that she was going to have a hybrid, he said that would be the best person to talk to. She is the authority on hybrids as, as far as I know and, and everything. She's, she's done so much research on hybrids and uh she is is an authority She's on that books. you know yes yeah in fact her most uh famous book which she wrote she co-authored with uh miguel mendonza uh was meet the hybrids and i always tell people about that if you want to know what the hybridization program is about read her book i mean it's it's in the, i i um i i found that book very interesting um, and there's a lot of good information. And she chronicled, I think it's 12 hybrids that are here on Earth. Uh, she chronicles 12 of them and their stories. What I find interesting, Robert, is that uh, um, Barbara lives in California, and um, Dr. Lewis lives in El Paso. And yes. how did you get to both of them uh, back and forth? Uh, you were you told me that uh, your trucking routes would take you through uh, to those places, and you scheduled your your trucking uh, jobs so that you could uh, go to meet with Barbara. Correct. Correct. Yes. Uh, anytime I'm here in El Paso, uh, I'll meet with uh, Joe Lewis when I'm when I'm uh, ready to do a a hypnotherapy session. And when he's got time, now he's a very busy man uh, also. And so um, trying to schedule it, you know, with me never knowing when I'll be in town is kind of difficult, you know, to match up both of our schedules. But we do try to schedule sessions. And then uh, anytime 
I have time on a load or after a load, and I'm going to be either in L.A. or San Diego, uh, I'll go down and meet with, with Barbara Lamb in, in San Diego because it's only a couple hours drive from L.A. to San Diego. So I will, I'll take the time and spend the fuel just to go down to San Diego to meet with her because that's how important it is now. I mean, like I said, you could have asked me this years ago, uh, and I would have said, you know, I, I didn't believe in any of this, and, and I wouldn't have seen the importance in it. But now that I'm understanding more of what's going on, uh, I realize just how crucial uh, there's actually uh, three people that are very crucial in, in my uh, understanding of this, and that's Annie Getchman, uh, Joe Lules, and Barbara Lamb. Those three uh, are just, they have opened my eyes so much. And that's why I always mention uh, Joe Lules with one L. I, I don't know why I did that on the first show. Uh, it's one L at the end, by the way. That's a little joke to me. Me and him, I, I know how to spell his name, and I, I screwed up the, the first time. And, I, and what's sad is I had his book right in front of me when I uh, spelled his name last, but it's L-E-W-E-L-S, one L on the end. But anyway, yeah. uh, I, I... L-E-W-E-L-S, I still don't get it. Yeah, one L, L-E-L-S on the end. Yeah, L-E-W-E-S as in Sam. S is in Sam. Okay, now I got it. All right. Well, yeah. uh, Bruce is doing a good job keeping you on target. So uh, we'll train each other to help keep people on target. But you have some good uh, uh, topics today. And I've put that Janet Carlesson and Dr. Bruce Cornett, PhD, like to share how the extraterrestrial presence has shaped our lives, why the hybridization program is important for humanity now uh wasn't there a third topic i'm looking to see do aliens mean extraterrestrials also in a good and evil dualistic culture that's interesting and do et aliens divine beings have to use implants on us so that was it implants and how those implants help us well, that's a good conversation. Do they help us or not? But is that something you and Jenny? Because Jenny's very pro like me. She's like a ET believer, I believe. I really liked her energy last time. So are you going to be able to bring mm-hmm. her on? Yes. Oh, Janet. Okay. Hold on, Robert. Uh, Janet Carolesson is okay. going to syndicate. Janet Carolesson, is that you? Hi. You fi- yes. Hi. You figured out how to syndicate. Yay. All no, right. I'm Jenny not syndicating. I'll, I'll, I'll record and, and download later, and upload later. Yeah, but I will put it out to my network. So, so what's okay. going on? What are we doing today? Dr. Bruce Cornett is introducing our ACO club to the world through Patreon for me, and he got Robert to join and to uh, – they're, they're suggesting some ideas. Doc, since Dr. Brown – excuse me. I wonder – there must be a Dr. Brown in the world. Uh, one of the Bob Browns that we have in LinkedIn couldn't attend today, so uh, I asked Dr. Bruce Cornett to uh, record uh, produce instead as a co-producer in his stead for the uh, – uh, Laughlin UFO Con is what's going on. However, uh, he had already booked Robert Harbert and Jenny Vasquez a month ago to continue where they started. And when you came in, he was correcting uh, 
like we do in newspaper or on, on websites, a name and introduction yeah. of a book. Uh, so, Robert, repeat that for Janet and tell us where okay. we are in the conversation. And I'm going to mute Janet. Okay. Well, <clears throat> Dr. Joe Lules, uh is the uh, – he's a certified hypnotherapist and is also a, a researcher and an author. and A journalist. Yeah, well, he has a PhD in journalism. Yes, yes, but he's a he's just a fantastic individual. And I tell you what, um, I I the reason I mentioned his book the first time was because when I read uh, Rulers of the Earth, which is his second book, and I was telling Bruce, make sure you read the God Hypothesis first. I read the second one first because that's the first one I found on Kindle. Um, and so, anyway, when you, when I read Rulers of the Earth, everything that the ETs had been telling me, at least the ones that I've been meeting with, I know there's many groups of ETs out there, but the ones that I've been meeting with have everything just coincided with what he was talking about in Rulers of the Earth. And when um, uh, when he went to Qumran and he talked about that in Rulers of the Earth, I mean, it, it, it's a very... Uh, it's a very powerful story in there. And I was like, wow, a, a lot of the stuff that he's talking about in there, and it would take me forever to go into all the details, so I don't want to go into the detail, but it just coincided exactly with what they were telling me about, you know, there is a universal consciousness. We look at this consciousness as God. Um, all religions are basically pointing to that singular consciousness that is the universe and that universe is alive and conscious and we are all a part of that consciousness and we are all players in it we're like the cells of the body we can't see the whole body from being one little cell we can't see the whole body but we know that we are a part of it even if it's only on a subconscious level and he he goes into great detail in that, and i couldn't believe just how much on track he was, uh, and and that's why I pushed his book because it it really shaped my understanding, especially when what the ETs told me during a regression with Barbara Lamb that exactly coincided with what he was talking about in the book, and that's why I, I really pushed Rulers of the Earth and and the God Hypothesis is really good too, but he takes a more personal approach in. Uh, rulers of the earth and in fact he adds uh, his personal experiences a lot more I I believe in rulers of the earth and I it just blew me away I was like wow okay this is this is what they're talking about and that's what he's talking about I mean he's on track he's definitely you know he he he's got a good understanding of this well Robert the God hypothesis he published first in 1995 that's a long time ago that's 24 yes. years ago. This and is the thing. The, mm-hmm. Yep, then go ahead. Then the uh, Rulers of the Earth came out, I believe, in 2007, but he had a reprint of the God Hypothesis in 2005. So yes. um, he's very current right now with all of this yes. information. In fact, when he wrote the God Hypothesis, I mean, everybody was still focused on the nuts and bolts aspect of it. So for him to be talking about that back then, you know, it's just, it's, he had insight into this, and he talked about his experiences in both of those books, in fact. 
But, uh, yeah, to be talking about the spiritual connection back in 1995, I I wish I would have read it back in 1995 when he first wrote it, you know, (laughs) because maybe it would have shaped my understanding better when I started having the experiences. Also, my experiences with the uh, spiritual realm and with the ET realm uh, began after my late uh, wife's death in 1991, and then in 92 to 94, I started having a, uh, a lot of contact with uh, the spiritual world and the ET world. And I was learning at that time what uh, Dr. Lewis published in 95. And right. what is amazing is that it took me all the way up until around 2010 to be able to piece together everything, everything that he has, has talked about in his books. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 And what that little girl said too. Who is that in the background that's going to be on recording? That, that is our daughter Aurora, and she is. She was over there saying, "I love you." Um, oh. She. She is. She is our hybrid child, and she is very exceptional. She. Oh my goodness. This girl knows how to make phone calls on the phone. She knows how to to. Her her speech is coming along. It's getting clearer and clearer, and she's gotten into uh, saying uh, she just started getting into saying sentences now, and she can say "I love you, Daddy" or "Dada." She says "I love you, Dada," "I love you, Mama," and um, she ah uh, she is just exceptional. She's one year and three months, and she was born two months early. <laughs> wow. So, okay. Well, does do you want to bring her up to, to, on your Skype or however you, you're connected into the uh, interdimensional world here in cyberspace with American I Communications think, Online? <laughs> I think we're just through. Yeah, this is shown as a regular phone call. I didn't come through on the Skype for some reason. Oh, okay. Well, how are we hearing her? Is that because you haven't introduced Jenny yet, or where's well, the daughter? Well, yeah, I. I'm actually home now. The first time we did, we were on the show with you. Uh, I was on the road and Jenny was home. But we're actually here at home now, <laughs> enjoying the vacation. Oh, okay, so all three yep. of you together. Yes. That's why we can hear her in the background. Okay, well, this time you're in the same location. Folks, uh, in case you don't understand, there's a lot to hooking up, but it's it's like the old telephone. This is like a party line. <laughs> yeah. And so you're going to hear this is live, so I can't mute the baby, and apparently he can't either. So <laughs> uh, if you hear a child in the background, she has a name, and Janet Carlesson is here. Uh let, uh, There's Robert, no let, muting babies. No muting babies. True. You can't mute a baby. That's true. Okay. So let me get she back to. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, has Jenny got a chance to to introduce herself? Robert? Okay. Here she. Yeah, she's right here. I'm Great. right here. Hi, Jenny. Would you go ahead and introduce yourself and give uh, our listening audience, because we keep these archives. This is live. But would you tell people, I just really enjoyed you last time, as did Janet. You've got a very positive uh, uh, outlook on what's going on. But share a little bit about who you are and how the child came to be. (laughs) Well, my name is Jenny. I am 21 years old, and I've had Aurora, she, as you know, a year and three months, but throughout the whole pregnancy, I had 
so much trouble. I couldn't eat anything. Anything I ate just came right back up. And now she will eat whatever she sees in front of her. And I'm like, okay, why couldn't you do that when I had you in my stomach? (laughs) (laughs) I just, I had so much trouble. I nearly died. Thankfully, I didn't. And I, I had two injections now. The first one was on my left leg. And I told Robert I thought it was a bug bite, but he didn't believe me. So he took a picture of it just in case, and thankfully he did, because after he did, it disappeared within the hour. And that was within three months. No, these were, these happened, actually the first one happened, we were going down the road, and um, she felt this, all of a sudden this, this itching on her leg, and she went to scratch it, and she felt the bump. And when she uh, pulled up her her sweat and looked at it, it had six symmetrical holes around the outside and one in the middle. And I know we sent those pictures uh, the first time. I didn't get a chance today because we just barely got it home in time to to call in. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my goodness, I don't have a chance to get all these pictures uh, sent in. But if you look at the, the previous show that we did, uh, all the uh, pictures should be there. Yeah, these were definitely not by a doctor. This this was no. done by uh, by the ET. Well, no, it was done by Doctor Doctor L. Ian. Yeah, I always tell people that um, Aurora's doctor when they ask who her doctor is, and she does have a regular doctor. But <laughs> when when they ask us who her doctor is, I always tell them her doctor is Doctor Al Ian. <laughs> but anyway, um, we're all on mute so we can hear you better. Just so you know why there's no giggle factor here. I did get it. So, uh, but, and we yeah, can't we don't, respond fast enough. Yeah. So, sorry. Sorry. L-E-N. That's cute. Sorry. We, we, that's that's, cute. We'll that's, have to yeah. use that one, Janet. We'll have to use that. <laughs> yeah, we'll Al, 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 Yes, okay. Now, may I ask you a Robert? Mute. With you being but, a truck driver, are you familiar with little Alien? Because this was a perfect segue into what happened oh. in September. I want to have you guys, as a truck driver, I, was, I used to be on the road, folks, for eight years. I went coast to coast, but I did travel. Uh, area 51 area asked for in the back roads and we had a lot of our truck drivers uh, that we knew about the uh, toxins and things driving on base to burn things up and then there was a class action suit but anyway we decided to have uh, promote alien alien including me on uh, TeresaJMorris.com and some of my uh, blogs and things like that little alien inn is at 9631 Old Mill Road, Alamo, Nevada, 89001. Their phone number is 775-529-2515. And uh, I'd like, uh, are you up on the, uh, I don't know if you do any uh, journalism or articles, but have you done anything or know anything about the the, uh, story that was uh, bringing people around the world uh, together 
at the little alien in the park and all of that in Nevada. Are you familiar with that story since we're talking little alien? Yes. Uh, you're talking about the, the storm area 51 event. Yes. Could you, could you update people on that information, please? Um, Anything you know well, about I don't, it or just tell the story. Right. Um, well, first of all, the, the little alien, I, I just have to say, we've gone there. We took Aurora there. We got her some outfits from there. Yeah, she was just a few months old. This was before the Storm Eight, uh, Area 51 event. But the Storm Area 51, they were trying to get, uh, I think they got like a couple of million people to sign up on Facebook. And I can't remember the guy's name right now offhand who uh, started – the uh the uh the the thing on facebook um but he wanted everyone to meet there and they were going to try to um storm area 51 was what it was and thankfully only a few hundred people showed up at area 51 the police actually were out there and so was the national guard and had it uh, closed down, uh, had the roads closed down so you couldn't get to it. Um, and so a lot of people met at the little alien and Rachel, and then they had something going on in Las Vegas. And thankfully it was very peaceful and, and they didn't actually try to storm the, storm the base because there were plans uh, to storm it from the backside of the base, which I don't even know. That's all desert, and trying to get in from the backside of the base, I don't even know if they would make it across the desert. You know, it's 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 pretty uh, pretty rough desert through there. Thank but, you. Now, September twentieth to the twenty third, folks, we are planning on promoting that with many of our friends uh, in twenty twenty. So mark that on your calendars. I don't know if I'll be there covering it, but I'm sure many of my Ailey and friends will be there. So. Uh, I am Teresa J. Morris, an ET uh, radio show host and producer, and I work with people like Dr. Bruce Cornett and Janet Carolesson, who are both presenters at UFO events, and we have formed the Alien Contact Organizers Group and have been in business since 2014 right here on T.J. Morris ET Radio. Janet Carolesson is my co-producer of that Alien contact organizers and we have her with the ascension center organization in hawaii at, as one of our uh, metaphysical and ace folk life centers and her husband is an anthropologist dr alexander sasha or alexander philip lesson who prefers sasha lesson and he is an author of many of the Anunnaki stories. However, right now he is working on a book that is about comparative religions that we're working on. And we have done, I have Trace of Ascension I did with, Dr. with uh, Bill Bill Tracer, and we started Teresa of Ascension for the Ascension Age. And then Janet and I introduced 12-12-12 together right here in 2019 uh, as 333 in honor of my daughter who uh, everybody knows numerology in 333, but we are ace folk life metaphysicians, and we have various people that have joined our free social media groups. If you're interested in our ACO club, we have many social media groups. I have thousands and thousands of people with uh, over eight years' experience 
in helping them in free social media. But now we're going to Patreon.com. So if you'd like to join us, Patreon.com forward slash Teresa with an H, Teresa J. Morris. Please join us there, and you can be, it's only a dollar a month to help keep us alive and well right here on Teresa J. Morris ET Radio, and I pay the bills here, and over 300 a month just on syndication and uh, getting us out to the right places because Spreaker costs me roughly 55 a month, and uh, one uh, cost me 19.99. So there's my pitch on the hour. So back to Dr. Bruce Cornett, who is our co-producer today. Dr. Bruce, I'm now muting, and you are to direct Robert through this. Keep going in. Yes. Thank you very much, Teresa. Uh, Robert, I very much enjoyed your description of what has been uh, transpiring in your life. What is your most recent contact? Well, um, the most recent one was uh, dealing with our second daughter, which will be due in February. And what happened was um, now the first injection that Jenny got was in the right leg. And it had six symmetrical holes around the outside and one in the middle, and it was raised up about a centimeter to a centimeter and a half. Well, we were walking in the truck stop, and um, something went by and just stung her on the leg, on the left calf this time, um, in the same spot, actually, that the other one did on the right leg. This one stung her on the left leg as we were walking into the truck stop. So she said, something just stung me. And uh, I said, okay, well, let's look when we get in the truck stop. Because it was dark. And so we went in the truck stop. And uh, the time period that both of these injections happened were right between the first and second trimester. So she um, she got in the truck stop. And uh, I went ahead and took a picture there. She was lifting up her leg. Uh, so that I could get the picture. And thankfully we did because I said, when we get back to the truck, I'll get better pictures of it. But uh, by the time we got back to the truck, it was gone. But I have pictures of it that we took in the truck stop. And it was the same thing. When I looked out, I was like, oh, my goodness. I said, look, it's the same six holes and the one in the middle. And, um, you know, with the first baby, they they were visiting us pretty often, letting us know what was going to happen and everything. Well, for our second baby, I mean, we really didn't have any contact, and we thought, well, okay, you know, uh, maybe this one's just going to be a normal child. But when that happened, um, we, we knew then that she was going to be a uh, hybrid. And then uh, just a couple of months, after that, uh, they came uh, to me in a dream. Now, a lot of times I would be taken up to the ship physically, but for both uh, Aurora and now our second baby, um, they came to me in a dream and uh, and told me, We're go- you're going to have a girl and uh, she's going to be a hybrid. And then they gave Jenny the name. And that's why Aurora has the name Aurora Azteca. Uh, this time, I was the one they gave the dream to. 
and uh, they told us that it's going to be a girl, uh, and that we are to name her uh, Alara. And uh, Jenny just got the um, sonograms. That's what I was trying to think of. The sonograms uh, to confirm uh, just this last week, and it is a girl. So they have not lied to us yet. They they know what they're talking about, and because uh, everyone kept telling, you, oh, you're going to have a boy this time, you know, you're going to have a boy, and I'm like, no, no, we're going to have a girl. And they kept asking, how do you know? And I said, well, I just know. And so um, when she got this confirmed this last week, uh, they did two different sonograms on two different days, and they said it's a girl. And I was like, well, there you go. Now we can tell everyone what her name is going to be. I said, because they had given us the name months before. Alara Aria. Yep, her name will be Alara Aria. Yeah, that too. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so that's the most recent stuff that's happened. What, what, Robert, what do you, how do you and Jenny uh, take all of this? I mean, this is quite an amazing uh, event that are happening in your life that you could never have uh, imagined before the stuff started, correct? Correct. Uh, well, I mean, it, it takes a good bit of understanding of what is really going on, you know, um, and that's where probably I would say the research came in because I didn't know, like I said, I had no clue what was going on, and it took doing research and uh, hypnotherapy to understand this, but we all are hybrids. We are all hybrids. The ETs have been working with the human race for thousands of years, and they have been manipulating our DNA. All that these hybrids, the ones that we call hybrids are, are just the next step in our evolution. They're manipulating our DNA and, ra- and the point is to raise our consciousness because everything's about consciousness. We are not conscious because we are alive. We are alive because we are conscious. Very good. Yes. I like that, Bruce. Exists. I like that, Bruce. Yes. Okay, yeah, back our on consciousness you. exists. Exists independent of our physical being. Uh, huh? And it's because uh, we have consciousness that we uh, recognize our being. Yes. We are, we are um, conscious beings, and, uh, and we are just, uh, you know, the, the physical world is just a creation of consciousness. That's all it is. And that's why a lot of people believe that this might be a holographic universe, which is probably an accurate description, but it's because this entire universe and everything in it was created by consciousness. Well, as you said earlier on in the program, you said that uh, the ET said that there is an ultimate consciousness that we uh, associate with the creator God, correct? Yes. And that yes. the entire universe is conscious. Correct. So and we're just like the individual cells within this consciousness 
that uh, we are part of a much greater um, uh, being, not just ourselves. Uh, like every cell within your body is a living entity by in and of itself. And uh, all the cells of our body work together to create our being, our physical being. Correct. And uh, that is something that is it, uh, still hard for some people to realize that we are not just a single being. We are made up of trillions of individual living cells. Right. Now, Robert, together. Robert mm-hmm. I would like to invite you to be in our human behavioral biology group as an interdisciplinary type of uh, realization and uh, relevant background because uh, many of us are confused by human behavior and patterning and what we're relearning. And many of us aren't religionists, are scientists, are spiritual. I happen to prefer spiritual science as a metaphysician, but that's by choice with my ACO Folklife group. And you may notice that in our logo uh, with Dr. Bruce Cornett, uh, with the Alien Contact Organizers with Janet Carolesson. We have ACE Folklife on the top, which was formed with uh, Dr. Lesson Anthropology, but actually that uh, was my logo back uh, 2003 with my husband and my mother as T.J. Morris Publishing, and then we did folk festivals. So we tie into Washington, D.C. and the Smithsonian, and music. I, my first ministry was music ministry, so we also help musicians that are part of this. But I just wanted to say that, and I need to let Janet at least get five minutes on here. She doesn't have any typing or hammering in the background, so I guess she gave the roofers off today. But uh, <laughs> Janet, would you like to add anything about our ACO, Ascension Center, network or anything about websites that we have. Or not. <laughs> okay. Okay, Dr. <laughs> Bruce, back, back to you. I never heard her, so she may be a stepped away. She's on. She's just got herself on. But Dr. Bruce, give her about five minutes to promote Ascension Center Hawaii and building a new roof okay. on our our uh, thing, but we each have a Patreon if you're interested in any of our personal books, and if you don't, then they will be building them, but if you'd like to contribute to ACO Club, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Teresa J. Morris, and uh, it's not required that you help us, but we're trying to build something with it. I can help pay the bills that cost me roughly 500 a month to produce uh, various shows like this, and I've been doing it eight years, so I'm not going to stop. I just keep spending more money. But uh, Bruce is finding people that haven't had a chance to tell their story, and that's where Robert uh, came in with their group in El Paso. So hopefully, uh, if you have a meetup group, it's 25 a month. I have one of those here, too. So I do it, but I have uh, retired, and I have a little bit of money that I can spend on my club, ACO club, to bring you people like Robert and Dr. Bruce. So back to you, Dr. Bruce and Robert. And Janet, if she comes on. Okay, bye. Yes. And uh, Robert, uh, so uh, right now, um, uh, where are you in in preparing for uh, the next uh, girl in your life? Well, um we're actually going to be switching careers because um, 
you know, truck driving is probably not the best when you have uh, little children. <laughs> so I've gone through raising two already, uh, and I was away most of the time. And, you know, it takes a toll on them in the long run. So ha- having having a job where I can stay at home is is important now. And so uh, Jenny and I are both going through um, a hypnotherapy course because hypnotherapy has really helped me, and this is something I would have never thought of doing years ago, but has, as much as it's helped me, I think there is a need, especially here in El Paso, uh, for people to be able to do hypnotherapy. You can help people in so many ways including in the uh the contactee and abduction syndrome and and um and people who have uh different disorders can all be helped through hypnotherapy and so it's a and in fact uh uh regular medicine now uh, is turning to um things like hypnotherapy uh to help certain patients so it's it's very it's it's a, it's going to be a, even more booming a career than you know it has been in the past and it's been a pretty good uh, career for most people in the past but I think it's going to become even more important because as these hybrid children and there are many 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 hybrids being born now um, I I believe it's more than ever before the numbers of children that are going to be hybrid are going to increase and then those will be the normal children and then the next uh step of the evolution we'll call those hybrids you know but they are going to be more spiritual they're going to be more connected to the spiritual realm and to be able to connect them to their um their host spirits or ets or entities whatever you want to think of them is going to be a big help so they can have that connection. And so I think I would, hypnotherapy will be a good career for us to get into. And that's what we're doing. Also, hypnotherapy is also a way for people to uh, connect with their subconscious, to realize yes. what's going on in their minds that are not, they're not consciously aware of. And uh, many people um, uh, were born with uh, telepathic capability and then, and then uh, they quickly learned that this was not something that they, they could share with other people if they could uh, f- figure something out or know something that somebody else was thinking. As a consequence, many uh, of us have, have had the, our uh, psychic capabilities programmed out of us as children. And uh, with these new hybrids, I think that the... Um, the trend is going to be more towards uh, special uh, it, people that with uh, psychic capabilities. I uh, had the opportunity of living seven years with a woman uh, who was extraordinarily psychic. And um, she had telepathic capability, precognitive capability. She could see into the future. She could move telekinetic capability. She could move objects with her mind. She could control electronics with her mind. Uh, and I witnessed all of this. Uh, and uh, that was my first exposure to this type of, uh, uh, of, of 
a capability. I had never had that in my training within my college years. So, um, and it, that was in preparation in 92 for my introduction to our visitors, our, our uh, non-human uh, technology. And uh, I have a book out that I recently published called um, Unconventional Aerial Phenomena in the Hudson and Wallkill River Valley of New York. And uh, it is about an 11-year study that I did in documenting over 137 close encounters with non-human technology. So um, uh, that allowed me to get into this phenomena much more than most people will. Right. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Uh, you you hit the nail on the head. These children that are coming now uh, are going to be very spiritually connected. Uh, they will be, like you said, telepathic. They will be able to communicate much more easily with the beings than we are. Sorry, my daughter is. She's trying to get to the phone. <laughs> we're we're fighting her to keep her from the phone. She wants to get on the phone and play. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, the the children that are coming and a lot of them are already here. Uh, they're going to be much more telepathic and much more spiritually connected. And that's not something to be afraid of. No, no, it's, and I think that it's, oh, go ahead. Our, uh, I think that's part of the, the, the training uh, of, of the populations is to realize that this is not something to be feared and to be rejected, uh, but uh, we're going to have much more sensitive people uh, capable of, of, of understanding other people uh, in, in ways that we normally uh in the past have relied on on language and uh you know body language as well as vocal language and now we are going to go into the realm of uh, uh telepathic language as well yes and and you brought up another good point uh, and they brought the, the ETs brought this up uh during my regression with Barbara Lamb is that there will be much fear and there will be those that are are spreading fear among the population, those in power, uh, the, the biggest fear they have is losing power. And right. when, if the population realizes that those that are in control are not really in control, then, you know, they think there will be anarchy or something among us. But uh, it, in actuality, it's this, this that is happening has been happening to us for, from generation to generation. And this is just another step. There's nothing to fear. These Kids are our kids. Um, I've heard people say, "Well, then they're they're here to subvert us. They're here to uh, replace us." And it's like, no, this is the evolution. This is our story of evolution. This is how the human race was created and has evolved. I said, it's not been alone. You know, you can look at. There's a lot of people doing research in this area, and the more archaeologists find. It seems like we're pushing the date of the beginning of civilization back farther and farther because we're realizing that, you know, we've been around much longer than we previously thought. 
and that we have been much more technologically advanced than we thought before. Uh, you know, people still don't know how these megalithic structures were built, and that's something that uh, Dr. Bruce and Cornette and I have talked about on several occasions now. <laughs> I've had some questions, and since he is a uh, archaeologist and, and paleobotanist, it's like I, I mean, a geologist and a paleobotanist, like okay, he might have some answers for me on this, or at least be able to steer me in the right direction and understanding some of this stuff. Well, a couple things that I'd like to uh, uh, share with our audience is that uh, Mark Carlotto, who worked uh, on the face on Mars and demonstrated it, it, that it is not a natural uh, structure on Mars, um, has just published a book called Before Atlantis. And it is a, a marvelous book on attempting to uh, age date the various megalithic structures around the planet that uh, are on various ley lines and put them into some sort of a sequential um, order that goes back before the end of the last ice age. And this is something that um, most uh, archaeologists and anthropologists have been afraid to do in the academic circles. Anybody who pushed uh, human civilization back before 6,000 years was ridiculed and um, you know, rejected from the uh, academic community. Now we're pushing uh, the timeline back to Gobekli Tepe around 11,800 years, 12,000 years ago, uh, and realize that uh, we weren't just a bunch of uh, uh, rock chipping, uh, fire making uh, hunters and gatherers, uh, that there was somebody that was passing information on to us back then that um, represents a civilization that was much more advanced than uh, the uh, we are today. And that was one of my major discoveries back in the um, uh, early 90s when I was working with uh, Richard Hoagland, and uh, I discovered that the, the, the remains of a huge uh, pyramids and other structures, including a face on Earth here in uh, southern New York State, and uh, people have not wanted to uh, grab onto this. I have a website um, over in the UK that uh, deals with the Sidonia II complex. And uh, this uh, was a series of, uh, of pyramids, and a fa the, the original face on, on Earth is the one that was copied on Mars, but it existed during the last interglacial over 118,000 years ago. And now we're coming up with uh, more information uh, that uh, goes back to human civilizations that were at least 130,000 years ago. And um, Graham Hancock just came out with a new book called America Before. And uh, he's pushing a lot of uh, new discoveries back to uh, 25, 35, 50,000 years ago. So uh, everything's in a state of flux. And the best thing I can say is um, hold on, make sure your uh, seatbelt is, is securely fashioned and your, your uh, tray is in an upright position because we're going to go on, on into a, um, a flight into the uh, past that's going to seem like going into the future and that there were advanced civilizations that existed on this earth long before Atlantis that were capable of space travel and building huge pyramids, not just on Earth, but also 
on the moon and on Mars. And this is all going to come out in the near future. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I really believe that. that because, well, uh, you look at what even what NASA is telling us now on Mars. And, I mean, the ETs haven't told me this, but, you know, through the research, I believe that, you know, we were either on Mars before we were on Earth or, as you said, they were here on Earth, we've been to Mars, and we've been back because there's a lot of stuff coming out from even from NASA where they're talking about there is what uh, something like 31% more oxygen on Mars than they previously uh, realized. And then, you know, many people have uh, researched the structures around the uh, Cydonia Mense area uh, and done um, mathematical computations between those and show that they show uh, patterns. And, you know, I there's so much, I think, that's going to be uh, coming out in the near future because the information is starting to get overwhelming for past civilizations that date back hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. Correct. So, yeah. I believe that, yeah, we're going to find out within the next few years. And NASA even announced that uh, within the next, what, five years, they will be able to announce uh, life on Mars, whether past or present. Can I interject in here? Sure. Sure. Hello? Janet? Can you hear me? Yes. Now we can't, Janet. Yes, I, can I don't know what's going on, but it's not, can it's you not hear this me? video. Yes. You, you can hear me. Okay. Yes. Um, my husband and I have written five books on the Anunnaki, and Mars definitely had a transshipment uh, station. They were mining the gold from South Africa and around the world eventually, and they were uh, sending it to Mars in preparation because it had a, um, the, the um, not the atmosphere, the, the, gravity field wasn't as heavy as the Earth, so they would gather it there, do some initial processing, and then ship it on to Nibiru to coat their atmosphere, which was being depleted like we have a hole in our ozone, they had a hole in their ozone, and radiation was getting in, it was destroying the Nibiru population, that's one of the reasons why they sent the expedition to the Earth, and then they created the human Anunnaki hybrids in order to, um, well, first of all, create a species that was more um, viable here on the Earth because it was indigenous to the Earth. So they they um, hybridized DNA onto the Anunnaki and and made the species. So we, we've, we've had this hybrid program going for about um, 300,000 years or more with the Anunnaki. And then they show in the uh, spaceport, there's a spaceport in South America, I forget the name of it right now, but it, it shows all the different... Um, Aliens that carved in the side of this uh, wall, and I'll, I'll ask Dr. Liss what the name it is. I'm drawing blank right now. Hi, hi. <laughs> and so, yeah, and and the the face on Mars, uh, uh, Nima, when she was coming through on her way to Earth, um, was uh, asked by her father King Anu to stop by Mars because um, they had uh, sent Alalu and his. Um, 
eight to Mars to to die there. He was like um, banished to Mars because they had a fight. And anyway, long story. Um, so uh, Anu said, "Please stop by and see if you know what happened to Alalu." And so she revived his aide who was still alive. Well, I, I think they actually when they die, if they're not dead too long, they can revive it. The Anunnaki know how to revive the dead. And so um, since Alali was the first Nibiran to die on a foreign planet, she built the um, space on Mars. So they had these, these equipment that they could literally carve into solid rock. And so that's um, Nima's design. <laughs> and, of course, um, Hoagland discovered it, and then I guess um, something happened it since this, what was it, 76, 77, when Hoagland started talking about it, because it's all bombed out now. But um, for a while there, for 20 or 30, 40 years, we got to talk about the space on Mars. But there's a whole town there, and it's called uh, Sedona. Sedona? It's like Sedona. It's Sidonia. Sidonia, yeah, Sidonia, and uh, Sidonia is a replica of, uh, I forget where it is, Asbury, some, it, it, it's it's replicated on Earth, I, I read the Helpman books years ago, it's been too long, I saw the videos years ago, so <laughs> don't remember all the nuances, but uh, too much information, so anyway, yes, of course, they're, they, they already have a Mars base, they have people there on Mars, they got little whistleblowers that are coming forth and saying they they did a, a tour on Mars and, you know, so all this is coming out and that's why Trump, you know, started the uh, space branch, but that's only a, a cover-up so then when it happens, they say, oh, that was our secret stuff that's been there. Yeah, because there's too many whistleblowers coming out now, so they need to have a cover story. So we started the Mars base and then they'll come out and say, oh, yeah, it was there all along or it's been there for 20 years, whatever. So... Who knows what they'll reveal, Bonnie? But that's part that's part of the background. So I'll pass the talking stick to somebody else. Well, thank you very much for that information, Janet. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for all your information. This is how we we connect the dots when we come on and everybody tells their piece of the story. And uh, you know, part of why they subparse it into different people is that we can't hold it all. Anyone human mind cannot hold all. So we put it into our it's all there's only one of us at the top anyway. So we, we put little pieces of information into our various avatars, right? And and then we get together and talk about it and go, Oh yeah, I know that and you know that and and then we get the whole story. So pieces of the puzzle. Right. <laughs> all right. Yep. I'm gonna mute now. I think I'm really gonna mute. <laughs> okay. Well Okay. But, uh, you know, uh, Aurora is not muting at all. No, no. <laughs> participating <Sorry>. with us. <laughs> We're she, trying to keep her quiet, but she, oh yeah, she's mm, not happy. She's wanting to play and everything else. Ouch! I'm playing on my belly. Ouch! Oh, Robert. So, one of the things that um, uh, you know uh, you have done is all of your uh, hypnotic regressions. You've uh, uh, had them recorded. And you transcribed them, correct? Uh, yes, except the first two that I did. I Because at the time, I really didn't. 
Well, first of all, I didn't believe that what was happening was real. And uh, so I did not record the first two. But since then, yes, I, I record my sessions and then I uh, transcribe them. Yeah, I've read some of them. And that's very important uh, to uh, you know get that information out. I would like to see that information on the Internet. On, on some web pages, or uh, you have you put it in a book and uh, and, and describe your adventures. Yeah, I know. I, I always tell people I am, a, by no stretch of the imagination, an author or anything else. I wouldn't even know where to begin to write a book, but several have told me that I need to write a, write a book on this and, and you know, about our experiences and, and what's going on. And I actually... I have stuff written out, but uh, honestly, I don't know where to even start with a book. You know, well, I would need—I would definitely need some help on that, some guidance. You're going to get the help. I can be sure that you will, even if it's ghost help. <laughs> you know, and you'll have a ghost author helping you. Yeah. But yeah, I I would I'd be interested. I wasn't at first, and in fact, uh, when I went to contact in the desert, uh, J- Joe Lules and Barbara Lamb and I uh, were all there together, and uh, Joe and I got to to really uh, do some good talking over there, and and he was he was under the same impression that I should really really be writing this stuff out and. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I have to admit he's right, you know, because I, I don't think there's – I don't know any other way to get the information out. You know, uh, obviously doing the radio shows like this is, is really good. Uh, I'm, I'm very pleased and, and thankful for, for uh, TJ having us on and Janet having us on because uh, that's really the only uh, chance I've had to really talk about it. But yeah, I guess you know I need to I need to start writing a book. I I don't know where to start, like I said, but I'll you know hopefully, like you said, I'll get the help and and maybe get this written out. Well, Robert, that's, that's what I've been doing for years. My mother taught me, and we have T.J. Marks Publishing. But I started on Lulu.com, which we can always add to your book there. But what I've been doing all these years is training people to do it themselves so that at least they can get something going. And then after you get so many books sold yourself, uh, sometimes some of the bigger brands will pick you up. But it's not like the old days. Matter of fact, let me get a mad painter on here to share this. A mad painter is T. R. Becker, Thomas Rubin Becker. He is our general manager for ACR Radios as well as the co-director of American Communications Online and ACO Association. And he has formed Allied Command Organization, a department of American Communications Online, and has joined us. Uh, this is T.R. Becker, formerly known as the Mad Painter. And the Mad, can you hear us? Yes, sir. And you are too. Well, uh, we appreciate you being here. We understand you just woke up. Uh, we have Dr. Bruce McAbee of the ACO Club here, uh, who has joined us with Allied Command Organization and Ascension Center Organization, Janet Carolesson of Hawaii. A mad painter, okay. could you tell us a little about what the Allied Command uh, bi-monthly that we're doing? Oh no! We can't hear Mad Painter. We can't hear Mad Painter. 
if he's talking. Oh, okay. They can't hear you. Uh, I'm mad, so I don't know why. Uh, did oh, you didn't call into the show. <coughs> oh, okay. Well, you'd have to call in. Oh, your and, head's and not working. Uh, okay, they Bruce can't Cornette, hear you. Not Bruce McAbee. Oh, it's and it's Dr. Bruce Cornett today, not Dr. Bruce McAbee. Yeah. Okay, and I will tell them about your bite, your, your your magazine, Doctor. I mean, uh, I meant about my book. Okay. Uh, okay, I didn't know you fell off a ladder. All right, I'm so sorry, Ahmed. We missed you so much. Uh-huh. All right, will you call me today or tomorrow when you have time, or you want me just to meet you on your program? Have you, are you going to do your program Sunday? All right, that's 11 to 3. All right, this isn't being heard, so let me get back to the show, Ahmed. But if you can, call in and just, if you want to, 347. Okay, okay. All right, love you. I'm going to let you off here. Okay, bye. Okay, I'm sorry, folks. Uh, he called me in. I thought you could hear, but apparently you can't. So he did that intentionally because he said uh, he fell and he's hurting really bad. He's a physical oh, painter during the day, but uh, he runs several of, of our, uh, well, my stuff. But uh, anyway, I appreciate him and uh, Janet Carolesson uh, and I and him pay separate bills, but we also pay bills together. And I guess we can start paying some more bills with Dr. Bruce Cornett and Robert because they're doing a pretty darn good job without a mad today. Uh, so I'm impressed. Janet, how about you? Yeah, I'm sorry I wasn't here for the whole thing. I had fallen asleep too. It's a rainy day. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a rainy day here too. That's odd. Uh, so, cold. Bruce, it's raining in Texas? No, it's well, parts of Texas, the east, southeast, yes. But here in West Texas, it's a nice, clear skies, cold uh, and clear. Robert, is yeah. where are you? Are you in Texas? And if you are, please tell us your location, your county, your city, and right. if you can do a meetup group in the future when y'all get organized in 2020. Well, we're actually just a few miles down the road from Bruce. We are in El Paso, and yeah, like you said, it's it it was a clear day, a little bit cold and windy, but no, the weather's been pretty good. Well, the Saturday's available for you to continue, but Dr. Bruce Cornett, being that he does conventions, he has a lot of friends in the business he can bring on in our ACO club. Uh, but it's up to you. If you think you may want to join us, you can just go to patreon.com and see Teresa J. Morris and whichever club you want to join. But uh, you're welcome to uh Come back again right. in the future or help him uh, get up meetup groups or whatever you guys feel like doing. Tell us uh, what kind of energy you got coming up for 2020. Well, like I say, we we are hoping to switch careers in this next year once we get our schooling done. And uh, and so, yeah, you know, we will hopefully be able to set our hours so we should be able to work around uh any any schedules we're hoping that's that's kind of the biggest thing is be able to be with the kids and um and be able to set our own hours and not have to be apart because that's the toughest thing uh about being a truck driver as i'm sure you know from years of doing it um, <laughs> oh yeah that's a, that's the toughest part well. <laughs> right uh, now, I was over the uh, road, 18-wheeler, but I pulled 
preferably dry van, okay? And mm-hmm. did we establish, do you do a van or do you do a, like log hauling chaining or do you do reefers or what do you, what kind of, uh, I, I'm just curious, we've only got 10 minutes left, so just so people, because okay. we, we get a lot of truck drivers that listen to us. Mm-hmm. Well, we, uh, I started out hauling dry van for many years, but the job I'm in now um i don't haul any freight all i do is, is deliver trailers to oh, people whether it be tankers or uh or new like i pick up from utility trailers a lot from um great dane i pick up new trailers and deliver them it's a very easy job and then we do shows we do a lot of shows like um we do a lot of disney on ice and stuff like that where we haul the stuff in for them so it's uh it's a lot easier work and uh you can basically take off when you want and you just let them know when you're ready to go back to work well do you keep up with the disney on ice schedule because i've never seen one of those shows but i'd love to uh do you promote anybody or anything other than our our, our new alien contact organiza- organization <laughs> with dr well, bruce yeah no i don't really keep up with the schedule for for disney on ice uh only because uh we there's several shows running throughout the us and you may deliver one show and then you might be sent to do some empty trailer work or something like that. And then you might go pick up uh, another show that's because they run more than one show throughout the U.S. So, no, I honestly don't keep up. with. In fact, uh, usually when I get into the city where I'm picking up or delivering is when I see the billboards for when the show is going to happen. Well, I started promoting alienology probably before anybody else did. I made up with Daryl Sims, and he was my first alienologist. But I've noticed recently that one of our uh, friends that does the IUFO Congress, Javier, not Javier, oh, what's his name, Alejandro Rojas, who is a real estate agent and has a partner, they, uh, well, he just did one because I was doing a uh, point of contact uh, on Facebook, social media with a friend named Rick Doty. And he did a, uh, I talked to Rick Doty and told him what all I wanted to do. And then he said, uh, later on, he'd get with me. He never did because he was traveling doing history channels. He's under contract in California uh, with a couple of people, including Nick Pope. And all these people were in our groups in the beginning years and years ago. But that's how I know them in social media now. They all they all joined me on Facebook. <laughs> so oh, Facebook uh. has been good for hooking people to me, right, in social media, but uh, not doing much for my ACO club, but I'm just in 2020 going to start promoting alien contact organizers with uh, my Ascension Center organization and also my uh, Revolution Radio Club uh, with uh, Mad Painter. And Dr. Bruce McAbee, uh, he is uh, doing some television shows now, but maybe Dr. Bruce can pick up his slack in the last two two years or so, but I love Dr. Bruce McAbee, so I apologize, Bruce. No disrespect by mentioning you were Bruce McAbee. It's a Freudian slip, Dr. Bruce. Tell us how you know no, Dr. No, Bruce no, McAbee, uh, please. Bruce Tell us how you know McAbee him. And, uh, we know each other uh, since the 90s, and have met at uh, various conferences in uh, New Jersey and uh, elsewhere. Um, and uh, 
We got to respect each other's work quite a bit. And then the History Channel had us on together on, on a special called UFO Vortexes, which aired in March of 2008. And that um, was about uh, a, a holographic image that was projected over a farm field that I photographed in April of uh, 1993. And um, uh, Maccabee uh, looked at that image and, and analyzed it for the, uh, on the show and said that uh, there's nothing that we have that can produce an image like that. And, and in essence, that this is technology that's well beyond anything that we ha- currently have. And uh, now that show is, is on YouTube. You can actually go and uh, Google UFO Vortexes and UFO Hunters and uh, watch that show again. It's, it's pretty good. Everybody that uh, has watched it has told me that they really enjoyed it. So just for everybody who wants to see uh, Bruce McAbee and, uh, you know, me, you can go watch that YouTube presentation. And I have seen that presentation <laughs> many years ago. In fact, uh, now when I was first starting to research into this, when you had uh, emailed it to me, I had actually I was like, I know I watched this one, uh, but I was I was watching the UFO hunters uh, all on YouTube, and uh, I remember that episode. I never did get to tell you that, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, one of the funny things happened with me. I mean, I've been on a number of uh, television shows in the 90s and early 2000s, and um, I had uh, my stepson um, uh, didn't know I was on a show when he was watching television, and suddenly I appeared, and he just freaked him out. He says, oh, my God, Mom, Bruce is on television. (laughs) That's right, Aurora. Yep, she's trying to talk. She wants to talk to everybody. Did you want to say hi? Can you say hi to everybody? Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Oh, boy. (laughs) Say hi. (laughs) She'll usually say hi, and then she waves to you at the same time, even if it's just an audio call. But she... Love to say hi and wave, but I can't get her to do it now. Say hi. Hi. Say hi. And she'll say bye, too. Oh, yeah. She'll say bye. Uh, She's coming along quite well. Okay, I'm back. I had to take a quick little short break. Nature calls, folks. I apologize. All right, we're we've got three minutes, Bruce. Uh, Would you like to tell everybody how to contact us and all of that? Uh, ACO Club. I think we have a a radio. uh, I mean, a group or there's several pages, folks. All kind to reach Teresa J. Morris and Dr. Bruce Cornett. Uh, But Bruce, please, while we're organizing our ACO club, I said Patreon.com is the easiest way if you want to help us uh, forward slash Teresa J. Morris. How do they contact you, Bruce? Well, they uh, can contact me through my email at CornetteBruce at Yahoo.com or CornetteBruce3 at gmail.com. All right, CornetteBruce3 at gmail.com, folks. Janet Care Lesson, 
Aquarian Radio at gmail.com okay. and TJ Morris Agency. Okay. If you'd like our assistance in your book publishing, in your uh, chapters, etc., or if you would like to uh, be marketed and promoted in our ACO club with Dr. Bruce Cornett and Robert mm-hmm. uh, Harbor and Jenny, if we can get them where we can mute their baby. <laughs> <laughs> but she is definitely wants, she, trust me she's going to be doing more than radio in the future I'm sure she can't wait to be at all these UFO events and things that uh, Dr. Bruce Carnett will be at the Laughlin UFO Megacon uh, it is Bob Brown Productions and he's been in business probably tw- 30 years or so and Janet Carolesson with Dr. Lesson in our Ascension Center organization in uh, uh, Hawaii. And we'll be getting together, folks, with Janet Carolesson. And she's going to be doing a show tomorrow, Sunday, 8 o'clock on Revolution.radio. And uh, in the morning, please join a mad painter, 11 to 3. Uh, Jenny and uh, Robert, you're welcome to join him tomorrow, 11 to 3. Just tune into Revolution.radio Studio B. You just go on Revolution.radio Studio B. And uh, Jenny. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back Thursday uh, for Portal Stargate. Janet, we've only got a, a minute left. Go ahead and enter. You know, we can go over a minute or oh. two, but tell them whatever you want. Oh, just wanted to invite you to come <laughs> on to uh, my show. What is it called? <laughs> Sacred Magic on Sunday. Uh, Stargate Cosmos will not be on the next two weeks uh, due to the holiday season. So Sacred Matrix on Sunday with, uh, who was it? Bridget is our last show of 2019. So All right, so she's closing oh, no, out one show. Fit Twitch. We're going to have Fit Twitch on. That's a group on another show on all Revolution Radio, and we're going to be talking about paranormal ghosts and all kinds of stuff like that. So, uh, all right, Portal Stargate. In Dolba and 29th Fit Twitch. On, Do we have uh, anybody Sunday. on Portal Stargate Thursday? Mine and um, your show? I think this is the last. We did. No, we have. Uh, yeah, maybe. we do. We have no, uh, Ronnie Dawson. Oh, Ronnie Dawson. That's right. He was on last week. Yeah. Yeah, my my That's my birthday, folks. Uh, Thursday. December 26th, please tune in. It's my birthday, same time today. It's on revolution.radio, 4 to 6. This is our regular time, 4 to 6. But we do many shows, and I can book two hours a day. Uh, every day, uh, and I have many other 24-hour radio stations, and I can book you, just make you one on Skype and throw it up on your YouTube channel if you want to help us market and promote our ACO club. Dr. Bruce, uh, if you're interested in a UFO association, uh, there's a directory, folks. It's only a dollar to a month. If you want to put your photo and bio and your link to your Patreon.com, I'll be doing that. So, Dr. Bruce, do you want to sign off? I'll sign off and thank you very much, Robert and Jenny, for your contribution. And thank you. Thank you for having us. Now Uh you're going to be back, Dr. Bruce. Do you want to do a a show next Thursday? No, Saturday. We may. Let me uh, do some searching. I have some other possibilities for uh, people to interview next Thursday. Okay, but that's the day Uh after Christmas, Um, and there's no problem with that. 
No. Oh, well, the, the timing well. is I have a show uh, on another channel, but uh, I can't book book that two hour, but I can do you a two hour after, preferably Thursday night, 8 to 10 Eastern. You'll have to pick up the late show on my birthday. Okay. If you can, if you can right. book the 8 to 10 Eastern, whoever you want, 8 to 10 on Thursday and then 4 to 6 on Saturday. So you and Robert can work on the 4 to 6. Okay, let me see what, what I can cook up. Okay. Thank you. All right. You Thank did a you. good job producing, co-producing. Thank you, Janet. And Janet and I will be back Thursday for sure. Maybe Bruce and Robert on Thursday, if not Saturday, we hope for sure. All right. Thank you, Robert. All right. You did a good job. Learn that Skype so you can help bring people in. <laughs> I will. All right. Bye-bye. Love and light. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Thank you. See Thanks. you online. Thank you, Robert. You're ACO Club now. Hey. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.